Hey, this is Mike Robbins. Thanks for joining me for this audio podcast. Nice to be connecting with you on an audio podcast again for the first time in a while. This week, I want to talk a little bit about bringing our whole selves to work. As you may have seen from either my recent blog post or from viewing uh, the video online, I gave a talk with this title, Bring Your Whole Self to Work, at the TEDx Berkeley event not that long ago. And in thinking about giving this talk and just sort of reflecting on my work over the last 15 years, what I've realized is a real core theme in everything that I've done and all the work that I've created and everything that I speak about, particularly when I'm out speaking in the corporate world, which is the majority of what I do, these days, that's really what I'm talking about, bringing your whole self to work. You know, I talk about things like and write about things like appreciation and authenticity and compassion in the context of teamwork and leadership and success for individuals in a variety of different types of work environments and for organizations, you know, and a lot of my clients are big Fortune 500 companies. And these messages that I talk about and that I've researched and that I write about, you know, they're personal. They're sometimes even considered a little soft. And at least conceptually, they're relatively simple concepts. However, they're not that easy to practice for us as individuals. And definitely, they're not that easy to create environments that are conducive for these things, especially in the workplace. And... You know, as Dr. Brene Brown from the University of Houston likes to say, and I agree with her, you can't get to courage without walking through vulnerability. You can't get to courage without walking through vulnerability. And so much of what it takes to bring our whole selves to work or to create an environment, whether we work in a small company or a big company, where people feel safe to bring their whole selves to work, it takes a lot of courage. And in order to be courageous, we got to be able to embrace vulnerability. And vulnerability has been a big part of my work personally and also a big part of my work professionally for many, many years. But vulnerability is kind of an interesting thing. And, you know, I talk a lot about this. I write a lot about this. And in my TEDx talk, I shared a story that um, was pretty poignant about this. You know, I got invited to speak at a leadership conference for one of my clients, U.S.-based clients, in Japan. Uh, last fall. And, you know, I was excited about this event. I was a little nervous about it. It was actually my first time in Japan. Um, And one of the things about this event, there'd be 300 leaders at the particular conference that I was speaking at, and it was going to be what they call a simultaneous translation, meaning, you know, nobody speaks English, so they'd have to translate it into Japanese. And it's always a little tricky for me with that. I mean, I've spoken at a number of events over the years where there's translation, but uh, because I speak quickly, number one, and I also make lots of references to things that are very American, um, I have to often be mindful to slow myself down and just speak about things in a way that's universally understandable, at least to the best of my ability. So anyway, I was meeting with the translator before the event, And she was asking me some things I was going to be talking about. You know, I don't work from a script. I don't even use PowerPoint all that often, although I had a few slides for this particular event. So it's a little tough to plan for me, if you will, as a translator. So she said, well, tell me some of the core things you're going to talk about. And I said, well, one of the things I'm going to talk about specifically is the importance of vulnerability. And she says, vulnerability? 
And I said, yeah, vulnerability. She says, vulnerability? I said, yeah, vulnerability. She said, there's no word for that in Japanese. I said, really? You know, I don't know much about Japanese. So I said, really? And she said, well, there is a word, but it's a bad word. I said, really? What is it? And she said, well, it means weakness. And I said, oh, no, it means the same thing in English. I said, at least that's what we think it means. She said, why would you tell anyone to be vulnerable? And I said, well, um, you know, my research and my experience shows me that, first of all, vulnerability is the key driver in human trust and connection. So if we're going to build trust with people, we're going to lead them. You know, this is a whole group of leaders, right, managers. If we're going to lead and try to impact people, coach them, inspire them, you've got to be willing to be vulnerable. That's how you connect. I said, but even more than that, vulnerability is essential for innovation, for creativity, for change, for risk, for growth, for anything new and different that we want to create in our lives, in our businesses, in whatever we're doing. We've got to be willing to embrace vulnerability if we're going to get there. Now, she wasn't buying it. She looked at me kind of crazy and was like, okay, whatever, right? <laughs> so I have this interaction. She walks away to go translate, you know. And she, Anyway, I get up to give my speech. I had an hour. I'm speaking, and at the point I get to when I'm talking about vulnerability, you know, she's translating. Everyone's got those little things in their ears, and after I speak, she says whatever I say in Japanese. And I'm wondering as I'm talking about <laughs> vulnerability, like I wonder what she's saying to them. I wonder how this is translating. But not only did I talk about it, we actually did an exercise during my talk where everyone got an opportunity to sort of practice being vulnerable. You know, I did my If You Really Knew Me exercise that you've maybe read about in my Be Yourself, Everyone Else Has Already Taken book or heard me speak about before. And after I got done, it seemed like it resonated. But quite frankly, I couldn't tell. I mean, the language barrier and the cultural barrier was such that, you know, I wasn't 100% sure. But I get done with my speech. I get off stage. The next person who came up after me was speaking in Japanese, so the woman no longer had to translate. She walks out of the translating booth across the back of the ballroom and comes over to me, and she says, thank you so much for your presentation. I said, you're welcome. She said, I understand now. I get it. I didn't understand when we were talking before about vulnerability, but now I get it. She said, vulnerability is not bad. It's just hard. I said, you're right. It's hard. It's hard. We don't, we don't want to be vulnerable. We don't want to make ourselves vulnerable to anyone for anything, right? We want to keep up the perception that we have it all together, that we know what we're doing, that, right, individually, organizationally, collectively, inside of companies and businesses of all sizes and types, we often want to stick to the script, so to speak. We want to do the right thing. We want to follow the rules. We want to focus on the bottom line in all these particular ways. And look, that all makes sense. But it's not actually what's necessary for success and real engagement, particularly in this day and age, with the nature of how life and business are changing and evolving all the time. We got to be willing individually to show up and bring our whole selves, all of who we are. And if we're going to create an environment and organization where people can thrive and ultimately the organization can thrive. People got to feel safe to do that. How do you create an organization? How do you create an environment where people can actually thrive in the way that I'm talking about? Here's what I've seen and learned in my research, in my experience over the last 15 years. There's two primary factors that have to exist for an environment really 
to thrive, the first factor is there has to be a healthy high level of expectation, a high bar. We expect excellence. We expect success. We expect people to do extraordinary things. We don't expect perfection. It's not uber pressure and crazy like never good enough, never good enough, insatiable. That's unhealthy expectation. Healthy high level of expectation. The other element, the other component is a high level of nurturance. High expectation, high nurturance. At the same time, now what does nurturance mean exactly? Well, there's a lot of factors that go into nurturance. Do people feel valued? appreciated, not just for what they do and what they produce, but for who they are. Do people feel seen? Do people feel heard? Is it safe to make mistakes? Can you speak up? Can you disagree? Can you bring all of who you are to some degree? All the good, all the bad, all the everything, right? Is there a sense of compassion, of empathy, that we care about one another. You know, the natural, normal human response to vulnerability, by the way, is compassion, is empathy. So do those things exist in the environment? And what happens is most of us individually and then collectively, if we look at most of the groups and organizations and teams that we're a part of, we kind of tend to fall on one side of that continuum or the other, either the high expectation. So it's all about hard driving. We're going to go, we're going to do it, we're going to get better, we're going to raise the bar, right? Push, push, push. Oftentimes, by the way, that gets to be that unhealthy expectation, the perfection demands that we never fulfill, but we're, we're really big on the high bar and maybe not so high on the nurturance. Or on the flip side, sometimes individually or collectively, there might be a lot of nurturance. Hey, let's make sure everyone feels good. Let's make sure we're all connected. Let's make sure, but the high bar is often lowered. Well, you know, we don't want to make people feel bad. We don't want to put too much pressure. We don't want it to be all about the numbers, whatever. But what this requires is both high level of expectation, high level of nurturance. That makes it safe for people to thrive. That makes it conducive for people to thrive. But they got to be able to bring their whole selves. they got to be able to make mistakes. But really what this is incumbent upon is us as individuals having the courage to show up fully. And look, showing up fully, bringing our whole selves to work is scary. It doesn't always work out. Sometimes we make mistakes. Sometimes we fail. Sometimes we might blow it completely. And we've all had that experience. But are we willing? And look, we've all had our hearts broken. We've all been disappointed. We've all failed miserably at times. And even more often than failing miserably, we've held back out of fear of failing miserably. So we know, most of us know, what it's like to play it safe. But we also know what it's like to take a risk. We know what it's like to bring ourselves forward fully and engage in the way that we really want to. Is it always work out? No. In fact, can it be potentially really painful? Might we screw up and completely blow it and make a fool of ourselves and lose our job? And Absolutely we might. But that's the case with everything that we do. There's no guarantees in life. And as simple as that is to remember, it's hard to practice that, especially in the moment. But I'll close this podcast in the same way that I closed my TEDx talk, where I was talking about bringing your whole self to work. I remember years ago, a mentor of mine said something to me, very simple but profound. I was in the process of getting my business started, and you know, I had lost my job and wanted to get going as a speaker and an author. And 
you know, hoping to coach people and make a living doing this. I didn't know if I could do it, quite frankly. And I was scared, understandably scared. But he said to me, Mike, you're living your life as though you're trying to survive it. I said, yeah. He said, you have to remember something very important. I said, what's that? He said, nobody ever has. And when we remember that and really embrace the truth and the wisdom of that, we can let go of the fears and doubts and worries and insecurities that get in our way and dig down deep into our courage and fully bring ourselves forward, showing up, bringing our whole selves to whatever work we do, doing it with some passion and some fun and some authenticity. 